0: You know, the older I get, the more I realize that so much of our happiness in life comes down to telling ourselves better stories, choosing which perspectives we want to take on, choosing the meaning we choose to make out of the past, choosing which things we want to think about, which perspectives we want to take on, which thoughts we choose to engage with, and which thoughts we should probably reject. In today's video, I'm going to introduce a concept called Cognitive Distortions, which I think will be extremely useful for anyone watching this video who's struggling with retroactive jealousy. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been helping men and women from all over the world overcome retroactive jealousy, overcome obsessive jealousy, and often save their relationships. If you'd like more information about my work or you'd like to work with me one-on-one, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. By the way, for anyone watching this video who isn't familiar with that term, the term retroactive jealousy refers to unwanted intrusive thoughts, often obsessive curiosity, and what I call mental movies about your partner's past relationships and or dating slash sexual history. I realize that most of you probably know that term, but I'm getting new viewers all the time, and I think it's important to really clarify exactly what that term refers to. So what are cognitive distortions? Cognitive distortions are mental traps that many of us fall into repeatedly throughout our lives. They're negative or irrational patterns of thinking. They constitute negative thought patterns which recur in our lives occur in our brains over and over again. And the more we buy into these negative, irrational thought patterns, the more likely it is we're gonna struggle with things like anxiety, depression, or in some cases, intrusive thoughts and or retroactive jealousy. So needless to say, getting a handle on our cognitive distortions, identifying them, calling them out, can be extremely helpful when we're working to overcome unwanted intrusive thoughts about our partner's past. I've worked with cognitive distortions with many of my coaching clients over the years. Many of them have found it very, very helpful. And by the way, signing up for coaching, whether it's with me or with anyone else, can be a great tool in learning to get an outside perspective on our negative mental patterns, in creating better mental patterns, and choosing and exploring different, better perspectives that are more accurate, that better reflect reality, and that are going to be more helpful for us in creating a more balanced overall state of mind. So with this series of videos on retroactive jealousy and cognitive distortions, I'm going to do something a little different. Basically, I wanna produce a series of short videos outlining each of these cognitive distortions in detail in the hope that this will help you better call them out in your own life, in the hope that after you watch one of these videos, you'll be able to pick up on this negative pattern of thinking throughout your day, throughout your week. And eventually, if you put all this together, they can make a big impact in beating retroactive jealousy. So what are the exact cognitive distortions? This is a concept that comes from cognitive behavioral therapy. And in general, there's some variation here, but most people agree, or at least most therapists agree that there's roughly 10 categories of cognitive distortions. I'm going to list them here in a moment. So the 10 categories of cognitive distortions, all or nothing thinking, overgeneralization, mental filters, discounting the positive, jumping to conclusions, magnification, emotional reasoning, should statements, labeling, and personalization and blame. So I'm going to go through all of these cognitive distortions in detail over the coming weeks, but today we're starting with number one, which is called all or nothing thinking. You can think of all or nothing thinking kind of like black or white thinking. Saying things are either good or bad, positive or negative, he's a saint or he's completely irredeemable, that kind of thing where you don't even necessarily always realize it, but in a way you're separating people or events or whatever into one or two sort of black or white categories. For example, let's say you're approaching some work project and in general you have a pretty good track record, a you know, good history of performing good work. You make one error and you start telling yourself, "You know, I'm a complete failure, I can't do this, I don't have the ability and on and on and on. You're making a massive, massive assumption based on one little tiny moment that doesn't necessarily reflect the the whole picture, doesn't necessarily reflect the overall reality of the situation. I see all or nothing thinking all the time among retroactive jealousy sufferers, particularly men. I think some women do this, but I see this more often among men where they're kind of looking at their partner as either the Madonna, you know, the kind of virginal, pure, matriarchal, you know, wholesome, feminine figure, or they're calling her a whore or they're looking at her as a whore, as in she's completely sex obsessed and I can't trust her and look at all this casual sex she's had, et cetera, et cetera. You can Google the Madonna whore complex. This is a concept introduced, I believe, by Dr. Sigmund Freud well over a hundred years ago. Many retroactive jealousy sufferers struggle with the Madonna whore complex where on some level, often due to some kind of childhood conditioning, they're kind of slotting women into one of two categories where she's either a Madonna or she's a whore. If you're falling into all or nothing thinking, you're also probably using words like perfect. I want the perfect partner with a perfect past or I want a perfect relationship or if my partner hadn't done X, things would be perfect. She'd have a perfect past. And as I say endlessly on this channel, you're probably sick to death of hearing me say it, but I'm not going to stop saying it. There is no such thing as perfection. So stop looking. And if you go looking for perfection in people, in relationships, in human beings, you're gonna drive yourself and others absolutely crazy. If you find yourself throwing labels on people very quickly as well, this can also be an example of all or nothing thinking. For example, you know he's a jerk or she's this or he's that. When you kind of sum up an entire person based on one interaction or one event from their past maybe, or six months from their past, you're kind of drawing all these conclusions based on a tiny sliver of who someone is and you're throwing an all encompassing label on them. So as a retroactive jealousy sufferer, I would ask you, Where or how are you falling victim to all or nothing thinking in your relationship? Where are you falling victim to all or nothing thinking in relation to your retroactive jealousy? And as always, journaling can be a great tool for this. You could look to something I've done called the Overcoming Jealousy Workbook. There's a link on Amazon in the description of this video, but you don't have to engage with my work if you don't want to. I would encourage all of you watching this video to simply spend some time and think about this. Where am I falling victim to all or nothing thinking in relation to my retroactive jealousy specifically? And then crucially, what is a more balanced way to look at this statement or this situation? What is a better assumption that I could or should be making? What is a better thought that I can replace this counterproductive irrational thought with?